in-depth, investigative. This is KXAN News Today. Good morning, we are kicking off your Friday with a little bit of fog out there. Thanks for joining us, I'm Tom Miller. I'm Sally Atmada, so be careful when you get out there and drive. When do we expect that to lift, Nick? Yeah, it shouldn't be too long, and mostly it's affecting our eastern counties. I drove around this morning on my way in, and there was like fog about two or three feet deep. It wasn't that bad at all, almost <laughs> the top of the car was above it. But in some places, the fog may be thicker. We do have a dense fog advisory for our eastern counties until nine o'clock this morning, where you could get some localized fog uh, that's super thick and visibility less than a quarter of a mile. Don't think this is going to be a widespread issue and even looking at the visibility now, most of us have several miles of visibility, uh, but you can see that visibility really drops once you get into Fayette County with a mile or less of visibility there. In Lockhart at our Kreitz camera, we're not seeing any fog, 46 degrees there. I expect a partly cloudy start. You can see some of the slightly thicker clouds lifting away to the north and west into the hill country. We've got some 40s in the hill country, 50s elsewhere, and as we head through the day, head through the next several hours, I expect the fog to continue to pull away, giving way to a mix of sunshine and clouds. It should be a real pleasant afternoon today. We've actually got a cold front coming in this morning that's going to help to kick out the fog. We'll track that. Mostly 70s for the next week. We'll show you whether we have any rain, though. Okay, thank you so much, Nick. The temporary truce between Israel and Hamas is now over. In that hour before the truce was set to end, Israel says it intercepted a rocket fired by Gaza. That truce was initially set to last for four days, was extended for several more days. And during that week-long truce, Hamas and other militants in Gaza released more than 100 hostages. In return, Israel freed 240 Palestinians from prisons. Most of those freed on both sides were women and children. A man is in the Travis County Jail this morning after police say he made a terroristic threat to shoot up the Tesla Cybertruck delivery event that happened yesterday here in Travis County. That is a third degree felony charge. And according to records obtained by KXAN, 28-year-old Paul Ryan Overeem drove from Orlando. Authorities arrested him yesterday. Travis County Sheriff's Office says Tesla learned about an Instagram group chat three weeks ago where Overeem allegedly made these threats. But in spite of those threats, the cyber truck is finally here. Elon Musk held court at Giga Texas yesterday. Check that out. The first deliveries of the cyber truck in grand fashion rolling off the line, although behind the original schedule, but almost two years um, behind the original schedule. It still marks a milestone for the Central Texas electric automaker. The truck already turning heads on Austin streets and we found one of the first few dozen or so owners showing off his new ride not long after leaving the factory. Musk previously revealed more than a million customers already reserved the truck. So what about the first impressions? Kixan's Nabil Ramana hitting the road and talking with one of the newest owners about the hype surrounding the supposed truck of the future. In Texas, I'm sold on Texas barbecue. A good barbecue spot can draw a crowd, but so too. It was pretty awesome. I mean, it was shocking. I didn't know it was going to be here. Can the new Tesla Cybertruck. And on this day, Philip Seraphim got the best of both worlds. Today was uh, delivery day, so I was lucky enough to be in the first 20 people to, to get cars. Seraphim lives in L.A. and made the trek to Austin. It is like driving a spaceship. Here he is inside the Gigafactory with Elon Musk, stepping in to his new ride. 
Seraphim was nice enough to show us some of the features. Here is the uh, door. So you press here and you open it from there. Inside, you can see a screen in the front, a non-traditional steering wheel, and then a screen in the back. And you can't forget about the truck bed. Look at the amount of storage capacity. Joey Roy from Canada. He waited all day outside the Gigafactory to catch a glimpse. I want to be by the factory uh, where everything was happening. As for reactions from the community, well, they're mixed. For Sherry Kurland, who stumbled on the Cybertruck at La Barbecue in East Austin, she says they're cool looking, but maybe not for her. That's a little too um, outer spacey for my taste, but I can see that it would really have the allure for a lot of kids. Nabil Ramadna, KXAN News. <laughs> and Seraphim says he plans on road tripping back to L.A. with his truck. Tesla deliveries didn't adhere to the planned timeline due to the supply chain shortages and manufacturing issues. Prices for the Cybertruck, not cheap, sixty dollars to $100,000, depending on which package was ordered. And according to J.D. Power, that is about the same as some Lexus, Audi, and BMW models. All right, the head of the Federal Aviation Administration is going to visit Austin's airport soon to look over training sources and resources at the staffing and the air traffic control tower all on the list. And that's according to a statement from the Texas Congressman Lloyd Doggett. This comes after the National Transportation Safety Board released a report on the near collision between a FedEx plane cleared for landing as a Southwest plane was cleared for takeoff on the same runway. This was back in February. The report went over the weather that day, the training and experience over air traffic tower crews, even sleep schedules, and how they handle certain situations. Congressman Doggett said the report shows, quote, how very close we came to an alarming catastrophe with more than 100 deaths. It shows our air traffic controllers are overwhelmed, overworked, and understaffed. December's here, and that means countdown is on for millions of families to cut down a Christmas tree. More than half of Americans already did it, put up their tree right after Thanksgiving. But for those who prefer to wait a little longer until you're closer to Christmas, you could fall victim to a tree supply shortage this year. Do all retailers uh, of Christmas trees have the inventory that they would like? And sadly for some, that answer is no. But the second question is, does that mean consumers are going to go home empty-handed? The answer to that is not at all. The executive director of the Real Christmas Tree Board tells the Today Show this morning that you'll be able to still find a tree, but could be pricey as supply dries up. If you live in Austin, your electric bill may be a little higher starting today. Why Austin Energy is raising the rates for the third time this year. And that mystery illness in dogs showing no signs of slowing down. What a local boarding house for dogs is doing to protect your pets. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday and happy first day of December as we take a live look for you this morning over in Lockhart. Good morning to you and good morning to all of you watching KXAN News today. We appreciate your time. Right, the gag order in Donald Trump's New York civil trial is back. It prohibits Trump and his lawyers from commenting about the judge's staff. State court officials argued the order was necessary because of the, quote, deluge of threats directed at the court clerk after Trump criticized her on social media. As December starts, Austin Energy customers can expect to pay more for electricity. Starting today, there's expected to be a 5% rate increase. The utility says the increase is, quote, 
due to a lack of adequate progress toward making up for the existing PSA under recovery. So what does that mean? The PSA is a cost for electric utility customers to help pay back things like fuel and power costs. Austin Energy says some of their programs like the Customer Assistance Program can help you cover your bill if you qualify. We want to make sure that our customers know those avenues that are available to them, those tools are available to them to get help when they need it. Austin Energy says the typical residential customer will see their bill jump by less than $2 a month. Austin City Council looking toward a new initiative to help with housing, but why some people are not on board with the program. Millions of dollars, all from opioid settlements, how the state plans to spend that money. Good morning. This is a live look out at CODA, Circuit of the Americas, lit up this morning as we kick off this Friday here on KXAN News today. A few st stars shining there in the sky. Happy to have you around. There's an Austin City Council member trying to help people understand this new proposal for housing in Austin. Leslie Poole launched a new website to explain the home options for middle income empowerment or home idea. It's a series of ideas to help open up housing options as more people feel they can no longer afford to live in Austin. Big changes include bumping up the number of units allowed on a single family lot to three, as well as making it easier to put tiny homes on those properties. This idea is not sitting well with everyone, including those who came to a city council meeting yesterday, fearful the plan will not actually help the city's housing crunch. Our Grace Reader takes an in-depth look at this, and it turns out those for and against this idea are using the same underlying data to arrive at different conclusions. It's an effort that's drawn both staunch support uh, expands options for people with and opposition. The home initiative is dangerous to low-income renters and homeowners. Home. Those backing it say it will allow for the creation of more affordable housing in Austin. But the central argument against it? that developers will demolish single-family homes that are affordable now and replace them with fancy, unaffordable townhomes. Both sides have pointed to University of Texas research to back their points. And it just so happens Jacob Wegman, an associate professor at UT, has his name on both of those reports. With a lot of these reforms, people on both sides uh, often I think have an exaggerated view of what, what's going to happen. Opponents have pointed to this one, a 2018 report which looks specifically at Austin gentrification. What happens when you make it easier to build more densely? Does that help or hurt with um, gentrification and displacement? I feel quite strongly the 2018 report doesn't really address that question one way or the other. My view actually is that the home initiative would are likely do more good than harm for, for mitigating displacement. The other, being shared by supporters, showed the success Houston had reducing lot sizes, which incentivized building smaller units like townhomes. But he says that's not a one-size-fits-all solution to affordability either. It's not this cataclysm that people imagine. So I, I, I think people should just lower the rhetorical temperature a little bit. Grace Reader, KXAN News. Austin City Council will discuss this in a special called meeting. That's going to happen next Thursday of a breakdown of what they're voting on and where you can make your voice heard under the story at KXAN.com. Texas Parks and Wildlife wants to make sure that you know what to do if you encounter a bear in Texas. 
The department says black bears are native to parts of Texas and they're out and about in fall to fatten up before hibernation. So best to keep an eye out, especially if you're traveling to the western and southwestern, also northeastern parts of the state. They say living or they say leaving food outside like trash or pet food that can attract bears and make them more comfortable around humans, which is a problem. If you're out camping or hiking, you want to stay aware, stay in a group and keep your dog on a leash. And if you do see a bear, keep away and report it to a local police department. Uh, I was looking at this and a bear's diet, 90% vegetarian. Mm. It is the remaining 10%. That's what we worry about. <laughs> we're worried Are the about. others? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. I'm sure with uh, sharks, the 99% <laughs> fish, 1%. Yes. <clears throat> uh, anyway, let's take you outside here this morning on what is, for most of us, a mostly clear to partly cloudy start. There's some fog in spots in our eastern counties and a little bit in the metro, but most of us are not dealing with fog, even though there is a dense fog advisory for our eastern counties. Lorenz and Lorenz 360 cam here. You can see a mostly clear to partly cloudy sky. We do have a cold front already entering central Texas. This is going to swing through here this morning. It's not going to bring us rain. It is going to dry the air out a little bit, taking away the concern for fog for our eastern counties. It's also going to pull out the clouds. So we'll go from a mostly clear to partly cloudy start. And then notice how the clouds disappear as we head through the morning, through the middle of the day. And then we've got a mostly sunny afternoon. It is going to look gorgeous here today. Uh, we have a less than 10% chance that a stray shower could clip our eastern counties, but uh, generally it's a dry day. Watch, though, as the clouds come back into your Saturday morning. So more clouds, even a little bit of fog tomorrow morning. More clouds through the middle of the day, too, but then slowly we'll see more sun tomorrow afternoon. So I think today we'll have more sun than tomorrow, and then Sunday is sunnier again. Temperatures start in the 50s, end up in the low 70s today. We were in the 70s yesterday. Actually felt nice once the sun was out. And then we drop back down into the 50s and 40s here as we head into tomorrow morning. So we'll go with a high of 71 today. The clouds giving way to increasing sunshine. Tonight we're down to 48 as some of those clouds come back. There may be some fog in spots by the time you wake up Saturday. And a lot of clouds to start your day tomorrow, but there'll be some increasing sun for your afternoon. Looking at our first morning weather seven day forecast, you can see that extra sunshine for Sunday. Not going to change the temperatures much. We'll still be around 73 and 70 here for Monday with sun and scattered clouds. The 70s continue 72 on Tuesday ahead of a cold front that doesn't bring much other than a slight temperature drop. 69 on Wednesday, 70 on Thursday. No rain in this seven day, but look at the extended outlook. The eight to 14 day rainfall forecast for December 8th through the 14th looks wetter than normal for us. Thank you, Nick. The Buffalo Bills player Von Miller is out on bail this morning after turning himself in to Glen Heights police. He had an arrest warrant issued here in Texas after his pregnant girlfriend accused him of assault. Dallas police say 34-year-old Miller and the victim got into an argument. They say he pushed her, put his hands around her neck, and ripped down some of her hair. Miller faces charges of assault on a pregnant person, a third-degree felony. The woman is expected to be okay. The Bills also releasing a statement saying they are aware of the incident and that they are, quote, in the process of gathering more information and will have no further comment at this point.
If you are a dog lover, you've probably had your eyes peeled for that mystery respiratory illness that's been going around and it's affecting dogs badly throughout the country. The illness is similar to other respiratory infections in dogs. Symptoms include coughing, sneezing, watery eyes, and in rare cases, it could lead to the dog developing pneumonia. It's also very contagious, contagious. And with that risk, you might be concerned about boarding your pet if you're traveling for the holidays. So one local pet boarding facility tells us that they put strategies in place already to keep your dog safe during their stay. We look for uh, things of health and wellness and we keep an eye on dogs should they be acting not their normal self. Um, we keep this place well ventilated. We use medical grade air purifiers. The owner of that facility, My Love for Paws, it's a pet resort and says there are things owners should look out for when choosing a dog boarding facility. Look for a clean facility with well-trained staff that takes time to learn about your dog's needs and educates you on what they can provide throughout your dog's stay. Two people are badly hurt after a vehicle drove into a building yesterday on Research Boulevard in North Austin. First responders tell us that both patients needed to be pulled out. The cops showed up and then finally EMS showed up and they just started working on trying to get the passenger out because the driver actually ended up into the back seat area and they had to take the roof off of the truck, which took them a while. At this point, we don't yet know what caused this crash. The American Medical Association is calling the rapid increase in children's mental health issues a national emergency. It is dealing with lasting effects of the pandemic, social media, and limited access to mental health resources. But imagine dealing with all that while a parent is battling a serious or terminal illness. Thankfully, there is a local organization that's growing its footprint nationally to help families navigate parental illnesses and injuries. Wonders and Worries is a nonprofit providing free professional support for children and teens dealing with a parent's serious illness with its main office here in Austin. Those with Wonders and Worries say the programs there can make a world of a difference. It truly changes a child's trajectory. It allows them just to continue to grow and thrive. A study in the Journal of Psychological Oncology found that among 156 families served by wonders and worries, most experienced improved communication skills, reduced anxiety, an increased feeling of security at home, and improved school performance. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning to you. Busy night on the 40 Acres on Thursday. We'll start at Moody Center. Longhorns welcome Texas State into... Austin and Max Acemus in the horns early on. Well, they start to pour it on 25 to 4. And then the script flipped. Terrence Johnson's club, they've been struggling this year, but boy, they came to play last night. Dylan Dawson, the three, it's a six point game. But then here comes Texas. Dylan Mitchell, the defense, and Dylan Mitchell, the finish. How about that running 96 feet after the block shot? But Texas State would not go away. Dawson again, the three. Bobcats now with the lead, and they are going crazy. But Texas able to find a spark. His name was Max Acemus. Look at that floater. Somehow it drops. Bucket and foul. And then Acemus again. He had 26, and Texas goes on to win it. Next up Wednesday night at Marquette against Shaka Smart and the Eagles. All right, let's go to Moody Center at 6 o'clock last night before basketball. 
That is Jamie Morrison, the former Texas volunteer assistant, leading the Aggies into the NCAA tournament. And Jared Elliott's club, of course, the NCAA defending champs. But Aggies take the first set. So Longhorns, they've kind of had a habit of doing that this year. Then they start to get their legs. And Madison Skinner, well, she elevates with those legs. She's the Big 12 player of the year. We go to that third and pivotal set in a 1-1 match and just like that texas erases a lead that's asia o'neill dad Jermaine, the former nba all-star loving it and then they get the freebie on the miss serve and then they go to the fourth set and the longhorns take care of business so texas goes on to win it in four sets so they will get smu tonight at seven o'clock for a trip to the sweet 16. longhorn football team will head to the metroplex and we'll have coverage from arlington beginning later this afternoon back to you Thanks, Roger. For those listening in on our KXAN Today podcast, thanks for being with us. Here's what's coming up at 5 on KXAN Today. A revamp coming to a business loan program some say is much needed. What's changing about the family business loan program in Austin?